Episode 42 of Religious Sanity. Back with Pastor Andrew. And Peter, this time I want to bring some theme and uh, talk about... Excellent. Uh, because it is really driving me crazy. Okay. Uh, and that is... Uh, we have this uh, pandemic going on. Yeah. And uh, we have uh, the strict uh, quarantine rules uh, which were imposed by our governments. Yes. Uh, we have here these uh, quarantine rules uh, put in place by our governments, mm -hmm. by governors, uh, and all over the world. Uh, but then there were these uh, religious types who simply decided not to observe those rules, uh, not to observe best practices, how to uh, avoid uh, spreading this dangerous infection. One of the things which is almost uh, branded on my brain is that uh, reporter coming to a church where people are leaving the parking lot yeah. and, and asking... Aren't you concerned you could infect other people if you get sick inside? No. People who don't go to this no. church. No. I'm covered in Jesus' blood. I'm covered in Jesus' well, blood. But other people who don't go to this church who you might encounter? All of these people go to this church. No, but you're going to be in places where other people I go are. to the grocery store every day. I'm in Walmart, what? Home Depot, all of those people. But you people. could get them sick from what happens They the could church. get me sick, but they're not because I'm covered in his blood. Thank you very much. That is unfortunately quite common uh, religious... I would call it blasphemy. Mm. Almost, you know, abuse of of a few biblical passages and misunderstanding of the even broader context of of blood in the Bible, say, mm. and uh, because in the Hebrew Bible, you know that blood is almost taboo. Mm -hmm. There are fringe rituals of specific nature where the blood is being used in, in, in liturgy in the Hebrew Bible, but very, very few and far in between. Uh, deeply regulated, that is uh, probably leftovers from ancient times. Theologians are almost certain that, you know, even the authors of the Hebrew Bible did not know what to do with it. Mm. So they kind of kept that. They could not eliminate it from the temple rituals and so on. So they kind of kept that. They put it under the authority of uh, Yahweh himself mm. or God himself. Try to limit that and sanitize it. In narrative parts, there are few hints here and there that there are certain aspects of it as well, uh, of some ancient magical rituals with the blood. Mm -hmm. But generally, blood is taboo. Blood is uh, to be poured out, that is not to be touched, mm -hmm. uh, and if so, only under strict rules. If you look around uh, Middle East, ancient Middle East, there'll be more or less the same picture there. 
the, clearly they, they had and, uh, sacrifices where they would have blood. But the, there is even less about use of blood in the rituals than we have in the Hebrew Bible, mm. in those people around. Mm -hmm. I think that for them, just kind of extrapolating from, from our knowledge, it, it was in a similar way a taboo. Mm. It was a very powerful, but at the same time, element, you know, powerful liquid, which, which should not be abused or touched. Mm -hmm. That, of course, leaves space for all the different magic which was made outside of the official religion and so on, like you can imagine uh, in, in almost anything else. But uh, we, we know about Taurobolium, uh, which, uh, at least to our best knowledge, it, it was a mystery cult or religious practice which was not... Uh, broadly described uh, in, in written sources uh, only through polemic and early Christian polemic uh, very they were dismissing it but uh, there is some uh, gravity behind it or there is some reason to believe it uh, so that Taurobolium was uh, that the initiate uh, would stand either below ground in, in some kind of a trench or uh, underneath of a scaffold uh, upon which uh, a bull would be sacrificed. Oh. And then the, the initiate would be uh, then covered really by the wa still warm blood of that bull. Wow. Uh, so that is, uh, it, it was a rather violent uh, and bizarre, yeah. uh, archetypally bizarre religion of uh, Sibylle, or in, in Greek it will be Kybele, uh, and came from Asia Minor, uh, from Phrygia. Uh, and uh, was full of different bizarre rituals, mm. you know, so... Uh, and in New Testament time, uh, this use of... Meta mostly metaphorical use of the word of blood or something like that, and blood of sacrifice and, and so on, appears a more than it was in the Hebrew Bible. Mm. In the Hebrew Bible, they are squeamish about it, yeah. <laughs> as I mentioned. Even, even, though they, even though they were ritually killing animals which yeah they is were odd. killing animals but they, they would they, they would pour the, the blood out mm. you know uh, they will dispose it uh, they it was forbidden to eat or drink uh, you, you know this is the main rule of kosher right you know and that's uh, it, that's probably the core value of it <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. you know when you think about it yeah uh, uh, nothing goes above that, you know. Yeah. Th this is the most blatant breaking of the the kosher rule, Jewish dietary rules, is to drink or eat blood. Yeah, it it is possible that uh, in those later layers of New Testament, uh, it is mostly Revelation and and um, epistles of Peter and and John which are the, the latest we have mm -hmm. uh, in the New Testament, that it kind of back-influenced, you know, this mm -hmm. 
symbolism and uh, powerful symbolism of blood influenced the Christianity. That that's probably very this coming from I would mm-hmm. guess uh, from 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 that perspective. But uh, it it's 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 secondary. It's it's really the Hebrew Bible blood is taboo. Yeah. In New Testament, blood is used slightly metaphorically here and there in the Gospels. You know, this is my blood. Yeah. You know, in communion, for instance, but that's a metaphorical use yeah. for this is the essence of my living. Yeah, you know, right. I would translate that, uh, and 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 then going into more magical use in those later writings, like in uh, the other one is Hebrews. You know, Hebrews, Peter, John, Revelation. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know, all clear texts of the latest within the New Testament mm-hmm. and you have that and still it is not greatly pronounced mm-hmm. you know but but of course it's a powerful symbol it's a powerful expression so it attracts attention and so uh, and then it became a really gr- very powerful just guessing from the music uh, or songs and hymns, Christian right. hymns in 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 nineteenth century, uh, you know, with Romanticism yeah. uh, and 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 uh, the blood of Jesus being washed or being uh, is 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 clearly becoming stronger and stronger again. Uh, those few biblical quotations I mentioned uh, are then made into a core message almost yeah. uh, of, of sermons and hymns and, and, and so on, which is just scary because parallel with that, uh, uh, this happening in, in the Christian theology is in politics uh, towards the end of the 19th century is, uh, for instance, I am from Europe, so, uh, you know, I, I have directly through my ancestors uh, experience with it that in German uh, mythology uh, you have blood and land yeah you know and that became a rallying uh, cry of uh, Nazism right uh, or this uh, this national German politics really and uh, so and it goes together right. And so coming to America, where it is so badly pronounced and, and is being used this way, you know, I'm all right. I have almost like an armor over me because I am washed in blood of Jesus. Uh, no, no virus will touch me uh, or uh, it's, it's a magical potion. Uh, which is going to protect me. Uh, and yeah. even if it is not real. You know, yeah. it's just uh, metaphorical, or uh, it's 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 an expression, but it still tells you that uh, it it be- it still remains very powerful, and I would say very dangerous metaphor. And why I'm the, that'll be all a very interesting anthropological kind of way of looking at things or study. Yeah. But then uh, let us look at it uh, from the perspective of ethics. Yeah. And, and theology. Yeah. And let us assume, fine, you know, we will be talking about Jesus' blood metaphorically, yes. which is here 
to in in those fringes of New Testament right. use as an uh, mode of cleansing from right. sin. Jesus's self-sacrifice is enabling us to live more holy lives. Mm-hmm. Is able to liberate us from our old past mm-hmm. where we were kept captives uh, to our sinfulness, to our alienation, to our uh, worst selves. And because of the sacrifice and learning about it and accepting Jesus' sacrifice as a mode and way of life for ourselves, we are liberated from that old past. Yeah. Fine. So, yes, this will be my civil reinterpretation of that. But now think about her leaving that worship and saying, I'm all right because I am covered with the blood of Jesus. <laughs> it has nothing to do with what I just said. <laughs> because it, if, if, it is, if it is taken seriously, you know, and I have my doubts about, uh, or, and you heard me in the first part of this uh, discussion we had, you, you yeah, know, about yeah. the use of blood that way. Yeah. But even if it is used that, that way, that the blood is to liberate us to be more conscious, to be, to be more responsibly living. But she is using it in exact opposite. Right. That blood of Jesus is not leading me to be more careful, to live more responsibly, to be more caring for others. Mm-hmm. She is using it the exact opposite. And that's mm-hmm. why I'm calling it blasphemy. Mm-hmm. Because she is using this blood of Jesus to say, I can do whatever I want. Nothing is touching me. You yes, see, yes. Th- this is exactly opposite, where the, that even if we accept that blood of Jesus metaphor is a powerful metaphor o- on the fringes of New Testament. Mm-hmm. It is there to awaken us to our responsibilities towards others. Mm-hmm. And here she is using it in exact opposite. It's uh, hubris. Mm beyond understanding it's 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 just uh, absolutely disrespectful mm-hmm. it's the selfish religiosity the opposite of religiosity mm-hmm. you know uh, religio egotism <laughs> and and that drives me really crazy this is this is the sin against the spirit mm. for which there will be no forgiveness. Mm. Where you are taking something which is good, core good, mm-hmm. and you turn it into its opposite. Mm. She, she, she took something yeah. which can be positive. Yeah. And and turn it into egotism. Right. And you, you know, it's L- it Let me do the insane job of p- 
pushing back a mm -hmm. second. <laughs> good, good, good. Jesus basically says at some point, if you believe you can move a mountain. Mm -hmm. Yes. You know, or something like that. Yes. And um, if I were, were to really take that and, I, and someone really did take that just as, as the words and really believed that they could believe and then therefore move a mountain, uh, you, would, you, would, you would definitely want to get that person some help right you you right mm -hmm. now in in this modern time you know uh but yet you have no, been, no because uh, it's a metaphor again we'll see this yeah. is this is where it all breaks down right i mean somebody can think that's he's speaking metaphorically come on uh, the cam camel going through the eye of a needle is also mm -hmm. of course metaphorically <laughs> the idea that jesus uh is speaking and saying this is my body uh -huh. is, of course, metaphor. But, of course, the Catholics don't think it's a metaphor. And so that means that there's billions of people who are taking it literally, that is Jesus' body, and they are, according to you, they have to be It's insane. more complicated, even of course for it's Roman more complicated. Catholics, uh, because they, they <laughs> understand wait. that it is not the same like eating the, the, well, the, sure the flesh of... They do, of course, but, but what I'm saying is that there are some things that this person said or mm. that is written down, mm -hmm. that is so powerful, and people have taken it into their lives so powerfully. And what you're saying now is this woman is literally endangering people mm -hmm. because of her belief, because of her perversion of her belief. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Yeah, actually. I, I, I think that uh, I, I, I agree with you, Peter. Uh, I think that uh, the, the problem here is not necessarily in... Because she continues taking that metaphor metaphorically. Yes. She is definitely not as she is sitting in she that car. She is not. <laughs> she does not have any blood over herself or whatever. She is using that metaphor metaphorically. Yes. And she is still using it wrong way. <laughs> and she is using it to protect her egotism. Yes. That's the problem. Yes. You know, uh, yes. of course... I primarily have uh, my disagreements with yes. the, you, you know, this lifting up some uh, fringe, uh, I'm constantly calling it fringe, bizarre metaphors and making them into a pivotal part of the faith. Yes. You know, but be it. But even if the, she or her kinds are doing it, then they should still watch and look back what is the purpose of that metaphor in the Bible. Yes. And the purpose of that metaphor is to be liberated for others. Yes. Not to be protected. Yes. And, and you to could be even, selfish. You could even tell in the way that she's talking to this press, press person that she mm. is just not it's totally selfish mm -hmm. is totally it's it it's almost like she's she's has an attacking way of of talking about this it's not like if she really believed it in the way that it's meant to be she would want that person to be bathed in the blood as well yeah, yeah, yeah. she'd say come up you have you have to come up 
and bathe in the blood or whatever mm -hmm. it's sticking yeah, yeah, with that sure, metaphor sure, sure, sure. but instead she's like i'm bathed in the blood so i'm the one who's going to who live you are not gonna you're yeah, not yeah, gonna yeah, yeah, you're yeah, gonna yeah, get yeah, the yeah. virus yeah, yeah 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 and 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 that that is what i uh, called blasphemy yeah because you, you know i have my peeves with this whole image of blood and I'm not hiding it, being from a medical family and, and, and so on, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's of a different kind of element for me, for slightly different reasons. Mm -hmm. and, and studying anthropology and knowing how powerful symbol it is and, and, and so on. But even if you take this in, you, you see that it is being abused against the spirit of Jesus. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's used and abused against everything Gospels and the New Testament is standing for. Yes. But so if she you? is covered with blood of Jesus, that's, uh, that, that's for, for me as medically. If she is covered with blood of Jesus, that's for me uh, blasphemous because she is using it selfishly. Yeah. But also it is horrendously sinful because it's an abuse or not proper use of blood yeah. because bra uh, that blood should be be in the blood banks <laughs> even if it's jesus's blood i think Wait, that jesus <laughs> jesus would have no problems with donating blood regularly you, you know that's my what would jesus do in these Basically. days he would be the first one standing in a row and these days when we have this COVID pandemic everywhere yes. Uh, you will see along because I'm going driving for my wife, picking her and driving her home, you know, uh, troubles with the public transportation and so yeah, on. So yeah. I made a point of actually uh, driving her every day to work and from work yeah. and driving along the uh, Henry Hudson Parkway. Mm -hmm. There are big billboards begging people to go to donate blood. Oh, yeah. And plasma uh, because too, yeah. And, and plasma yeah. at this time, simply because of the, the shortages, they are seeing people, the uh, regular blood drives were discontinued or mm. are mm. severely limited. Mm. Uh, and uh, people don't go to uh, places uh, where they donate blood because they are staying home. Mm -hmm. and they worry going out and and so on and so forth and so there is a great shortage of blood all around the world right now mm -hmm. and uh, i can imagine jesus going and really donating blood so basically what you're saying is people take that blood of jesus off your body and go donate it yes <laughs> Yeah, I think that that would, what would Jesus do? What would, yeah, that will be what would Jesus do, uh, <laughs> the going and donate blood, and especially in this time. So basically what you're saying here today is stop blaspheming mm -hmm. and give, give blood. blood. Yeah, stop, stop blaspheming, stop using Jesus' blood. as uh, Even metaphorically, for, because even you're... For it's, selfishness. It's, it's very possible you're... you're in, even in your metaphorical use, it, you're, you're, it's wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's it's used with a wrong understanding of yeah. what it uh, what it was originally supposed to to do spiritually in the followers. It was Love to this. awaken them to care for others. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. to make them more 
selfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, let us pray that people would stop singing about being washed in blood of Jesus and more think about how they can donate blood themselves and help others. Amen. Until next time. Thank you.